Okay, Baruch Hashem, Numasechem, Sechtasoyte. I want to uh, welcome Rashi back to the Shir. He's been away for a few Masechtas. So, so, so Pshat will be a lot clearer sometimes with Rashi. But at the same time, Rashi's prayer is very concise, so the uh, Dafim are actually longer, much longer Masechtasoyte. So let's jump right in. Uh, we're going to spend quite a bit of time over the Masech, the Darshan, the Psukim, in Parshas Nasi, talking about the Halachas of Asaita. The Psukim are extremely complicated uh, in terms of just figuring out Pshat and what's happening and what each word is actually referring to. Uh, but just to give a general overview before we jump in, so the Halacha of Asaita is if a man has suspicions about his wife that she's being Lazana with someone, so he can do a, a three-step process, actually, to check her out and see what's going on. The first step of the process is called Kinui. By Kinui, he, as we'll see in the Gemara, exactly what the word Kinui means, but he tells her, I don't want you to talk or speak or be with, we'll see exactly what he has to say, a specific person. It sounds like in the Gemara that it has to be a specific person. He can't just say generally other men, uh, and then he has to warn her about that. Uh, we'll see exactly right away in the Mishnah how and, 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 and uh, Adim, etc. And then if she violates that and she does the second step, which is what we call Stira, uh, so after the kinu, you have the mice of stira, which means she goes basically biyichud with that man that she was warned to be away from. We'll see in the Gemara, uh, we'll learn from, from different shatim whether it's actually yichud, it's not exactly yichud, but some sort of violation of the kinui uh, with stira. At that stage, she now, we have to be chayshish that she was actually being mazana with this man. So two things happen. First thing is now, she becomes usher to her husband at this stage. Even though we don't know that anything actually happened, at this stage she becomes usher to her husband, mitam vaday. Okay, and this is where we learned out, Safik Tumur Yachid is Tameh from this halacha, that even though we don't know anything happened, she's considered Vade Asit her husband. He can be Matir that Isser if he brings her to the Beis Amigdash and they do the Sotas ceremony, whatever you want to call it, Tekis, and you then, if she, they, they, as we go through the entire process, they write out the Parsha of Saita, she has to make a bunch of Shruas, they erase the, the ink into some water, she drinks it, and if she survives that entire process, then we assume, again, this is all apines, there's nothing about this entire process of the Taira. If she survives that process, we assume she's tar and she comes with her back to her husband. If not, then it doesn't really matter if she's tar or not because she's going to die. Uh, and therefore, it's not going to be uh, relevant anymore to this halacha. So those are the stages of the process of Saita. We're going to go through each step, stage, step by step, where we see it from the Pesukim and what exactly the Pesukim are talking about. So says the Mishnah. If someone does kinu, he wants to warn her to stay away from a specific person. The kinoi process, he requires two edim. Just like we have two edim by a chuppah, we have two edim by a gershon, you have to have two edim also when he does the kinoi. But the stira, when she's violating that, he does not actually have to have edim. He can have a single aid, aid echad is good enough, or he can even say by himself, I saw her go bestira with this person, and therefore that is enough to bring her to the base of big dish to make her drink to my saita. But to make the kinoi, you require two edim. What is this based on? We'll see it in Sukkim. It's not clear from the Gemara anywhere if these two edim that we're talking about, if they work like Ede Kedushin, which means that what we call Ede Lekiyume Dover, which means it's not called a Kinui unless you have Edim there. It's not a question of us knowing that it happened. It's a question of you need Edim for it to be a Chalais of Kinui at all, or is it actually just to make sure that it actually happened and therefore so Bezdin needs something to be Samechan. The Arai is back and forth from different Rishayim, uh, and from Ashi, we'll see maybe on the page. Uh, so, there, But either way, you definitely need the Edim. So Rabbi Eliezer says two Edim 
for the kinoi, one aid or himself for the steer. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, as we'll see in the Gemara, everything by when it comes to general edus or znus for sure and mammon requires two edim, and therefore here also you require two edim for both stages of the process, both for the kinoi and the steer requires two edim. Each it could be the same edim, maybe we're not talking about that, but you need to have two edim by both stages. Kate said, Mekanala, what is the process of doing kinui? So, Omar law, Bifnei again, assuming you need two Adim for the kinui, which everybody at this stage said you need two Adim for the kinui. So, you say to her in front of two Dibu, Al Tidabri Mishplen. You know, this mish, this Lashon of the Mishnah is extremely cryptic. The Gemara of Yudaf will discuss exactly how to read it. But you say to her, do not speak to somebody. Vidibra Imai, and she violates that and talks to him. Adain Himuteris Lebesa. At that stage, she's still mutter. That's not called Kenya and Stira when he warns her, don't talk, and then she goes ahead and she talks. Talking is not the issue over here. Being in a Maisa Yichud, which could lead to, which could be that she actually had a Maisa Tashmish during that time, that's the issue. So therefore, at that stage, she would be Mutatabayla. If he is a Kayin, and normally as an Aishas Kayin, she's allowed to eat Chuma, once she becomes a Saita, even before he divorces her, once she's a Saita, she's usher to eat truma. At this stage, though, there was not a proper kidney and a proper stira, so she would be mutter to eat truma as if nothing happened. <laughs> if she goes actually in with this man that he was, she was warned with, and we didn't see, it's not clear at this stage what the warning was. Was the warning just a talking? Was the warning stay out of, stay away from him? That we didn't see yet. But if she violates it and goes bestira, into a, a private private room, private residence, and she stays with him enough time that they could have had a Maisa Tashmish, which is generally speaking the amount of time we normally associate with the Isser of Yichud. Also, we'll see in the Gemara exactly what that time frame is. Then, Asura Lebesa, she now becomes Asura to her husband. Even though we don't know anything happened. There are no Edim that she did a Maisa Bia at all. All we know is that she violated the Stira. At that point, she becomes Vade Usr to her husband, Vasur Chuma. And if he's a Kayan, until now she was eating Chuma, she is now Usr to eat Chuma. Vimais, and if he dies during this stage, before they go ahead and clarify things in the base of Mingdash with the with the with the with the process of Saita, if she doesn't, then then she would still have to do Khalitza to the brother-in-law, just to take us a little bit back to Mesechtas Yivamas, but you do not have a din of Yibam. How could you have Chalitza without a possibility of Yibam? Hold on, we'll learn it out from Sukkim and Darshan that later. So before we get into the Mesechta, the Gemara, as it sometimes does at the beginning of Mesechta, it did at the, pre- the beginning of the previous Mesechta, Nazir, Michti, Tanami Nazir Solik, right? The last Mesechta we learned was Mesechta's Nazir, we made a scene yesterday. So, Man Tano de Katana Saito. So, what is Saito doing here after Nazir? What's the, what is the Hemshech of these, this series of the Mesechtas? Why is it in this order? So, and the Gemara asked the same question at the beginning of Nazir, following Nadarm. Over there, the Gemara said a slightly different answer than we're about to say over here. Tyson's pointed out then, but here the Gemara says, Kid the Rabbi. Rabbi explains this. The Sanya is a price. Rabbi Yomer, Loma Nisbecha Parsha Saito, Parsha's Nazi, Parsha's Saito. Why in Parsha's Nazi do we have first the Parsha of Saito, and then following it, we have the Parsha of Nazi? What is the connection in that order to those two Parshas in the Torah? Rabbi says that's teaching you, Shakalaroya Saito Bekilkula. If you see the process of Saito, Rashi says Bekilkula means Benivla Ubeboishta. We're going to see part of the process when they go to make her drink the waters, they uncover her hair, and they tear part of her clothes. When they see that embarrassment that happens to her, then yazer you can't just have a certain hysteris that a person has to want to do tshuva and just sit on it. 
Right? You have to do something. That's all the Bali Musa. I'm sure Mishi Yeshiva, we've heard this a million times. Right? You always have to get up and do something. You always had a Musa Shluz following, and then you have Mincha right afterwards. So you could, you could actually act on the Hasiris that you had. So here also the Prayer says, if you see a, a, a Saita, you should then immediately turn it into a Misa and be a Nazir. Whether, again, whether we discussed whether being a Nazir is a good thing or a bad thing, debatable, but you should act on that Hasiris. And that's what Rebbe says, that's the Smichas of the Parshas and Parshas Nazir. No, and Parshas, no, they'll say. And therefore, says the Gemara, it makes sense to put these two Mesechtas next to each other, because we see in the Parsha the next to each other, they teach us this lesson. Says, well, that's a nice lesson, but then we're listening to Saita, so it should be set up like it is in the Parsha. We should have Mesechta Saita first, and then after the Sechta Saita, like the Parsha of Saita, then we should have Mesechta Nazir, which again is the Parsha of Nazir. It should be in the opposite order. Says, well, you're right. I did the tonic subas. The truth is that Nazar and Saita go together like we just explained. However, the actual order that they're in, that is a little bit different. Because I did tonic subas, we already had subas, which obviously subas belongs in Seder Nashim. That makes sense. And in subas with Tana Hamadi, in subas we had a pair called Hamadi, which talks about the Nadarm of an Isha, etc. So then we learned Mesechtis Nadarm, Tana Nadarm. But I Tana Nadarm, once we had Nadarm in Mesechtis, in, Mesecht, in Seder Nashim, even though it doesn't really belong in Nashim per se, Nadarm, but it was there, Agav Dalachas, that we had in subas. So then Tana Nazir, the Dhamma and the Nadarm. Nazir and Nadarm are similar, that they're both things that have Balyachel, the both Nadarm. Related, so we put Nazir, even though really Nazir really belongs in Seder Kachim, right? Because Nazir is really most related to Karbonis. Uh, and therefore, but since we put Nazir next to Nadarim, because it's Nadarim related, and then Vikatani Saitik the Rebbe, so then we had, once we had Nesechtas Nazir, so then it makes sense that the next Mesechta after Nazir should be get, should maybe it should be Gitin in terms of the process, but Lamaisa, we put Saita there because the Rebbe said Saita and Nazir go together, even though they're in the wrong order. But Lamaisa, the lesson you can see either way, and therefore it's, it's, it reminds us of the order of the Psukim. So that gives us just a little introduction to why this Mesechta is in this order. Okay, let's jump right in. First, Allah Chalakmur says, Hamikana, the Mishnah said, if a person does Kinui, Hamikana, anytime we have a, a verb with a hey at the beginning of it, that's always Mashma Bidievit. Right? It doesn't say a man should be Mekana. It says, if you do the Kinui, how many Adim do you need? Says the Gemara, Hamikana is Mashma Dievit in the Chatchil Eloi. That a person should not really be Mekana. You should avoid this whole parsha if you can. Why? We're going to have a machlekes. We'll see in tomorrow's stuff in great detail. There's a machlekes about this, but this man Yamar clearly holds that lechatchila. You should avoid doing the entire soita kina and stira process. What should you do? So you have one choice, two choices: either make shalom, right, or divorce her. Okay, and this gets into the whole discussion Tesis has tomorrow about what what are the reasons a man's allowed to be Megarish's wife. He can be Megarish's wife from a chashash. There's machlekes in different different shitas, but assuming this man there holds, if you are chashish that the wife is uh, being mezana, then just get rid of her. It's easier to get rid of her than to try to live with her and have a situation of kinu and stira and saita and all that going on. It might just be easier to just give a get, and that's what this man the holds. I'm a lev shmuel bar we're also going to have quite a bit of Agadita throughout this Masechta. For those of you who like Agadita, and it's, sometimes it's thrown in a little bits and pieces. Amar of Shmuel Bar of Yitzhak, Ki have a Pesach where Yishlakesh Besaita, when Yishlakesh started darshaning Masechta Saita, we have a similar similar expression when Masechta Megillah, when they started the Megillah, etc. So when he started Masechta, he would start with a piece of Agadita, and he would say as follows, Amar Hachi, Ein mezavgele le'odim le'isha, ele lafi maisav. A person shidduch is according to his maisim. If he's a tzaddik, as Rashi says, then she's a tzunua. And if he's not, then she's not. 
And therefore, if he has a wife who has all these issues, and he's chayshish with princess, then that's just a reflection on him as well. And therefore, uh, yes, there's shalom bias issues, but uh, you had something to do with it, at least on some uh, philosophical, Kabbalistic level. Shenemer, the Pasuk says, Ki lo shevet who's not going to put a rasha with a tzaddik. When a kashpoch he puts them together, a tzaddik with a tzaddikis, and a rasha with, uh, with a woman who's not appropriate. And therefore, that was his introduction to Pesach the Sait. He says, wait a second. Another expression of this is, It's difficult to, if you're assuming that we're matching up people that are on the same madrega, the same outlooks in life, Russia, and etc., then that's already difficult, like Kriyas Yamsuf, pulling things together from opposite sides of the world and trying to figure out how you're going to save Klayusra when they're stuck by the Yamsuf is difficult. And therefore, putting, pulling a, a man and a woman together in that type of situation would also be difficult. Who brings individual people together into a house, like to make a shidduch. And he saves people from jail. Rashi's means in the proper time that we are now, Baruch Hashem, in Chodesh Nisan. Nisan is not too hot, it's not too cold. Uh, and therefore, it's a proper time to be traveling out of its rhyme through the desert. And therefore, he saved them. So we see a kesher in the Pesach between Kosh bringing a couple together into their house and a Kosh taking people out of a, a, a jail situation or Kriyas Yamsuf, and that's that point. Okay, so that would be Mashra, again, like Rishlokesh had said, that Zivugim are based on a person's Maisim, and it's difficult for Kosh Bochu, Kaviyachol, to work out all the Ashkacha protests to get the couple together. So Ma'ani, but it's not really true. But Amar Yehuda Marav, Arbar Miyam Kredim Tzirah Saflad. Forty days before conception of of, of Taisa says the Zachar, Bas Kol Yotzas Raimer Bas Pliny LePliny and Bais Pliny LePliny saw the Pliny LePliny. A lot of the person's life is predetermined. Or not everything in your life is predetermined. Obviously, Rashi says whether you're going to be a tzaddik or rasha, you can do mitzvahs or shemaim. That's not predetermined. But your basic place in life, who you're going to marry, where you're going to live, and yeah, how much money a person is going to have, all that stuff is somewhat predetermined. And if that's the case, says Rashi, what do you mean that, that zivug is based on a person's maizim? We see it's not based on your maizim at all. Your, your quote-unquote soulmate has been predetermined by the by the Shalom. It's nothing to do with your maizim. How can Rosh Hashanah say it's based on your maizim? He said, So the Rashi learns is that by zivug risha, in that one is predetermined and that one has nothing to do with your maizim and hafuch. You can end up in a situation where they, you know, Kashpoch who makes that zivuk, and by the time they're old enough to get married, they're on different planets altogether in terms of their maizim. But that's the shidduch that the person is supposed to have. But by the zivik sheni already, if Nebuch, the, the first zivik doesn't work out, they die, divorce, whatever it is, then you have to have a zivik sheni. Then already it's based on maisim, and that's kosh kosh and zivukim yamsuf. So the whole expression going to this pshat in the gemara of kosh and zivukim yamsuf is really only going to be by zivik sheni, not by zivik risha, which would make it also somewhat difficult to be the introduction to the sechta saita if it's really only talking about a zivik sheni. So, but that seemed to me, it's not clear, therefore, if Rishakash agreed to this point or not. But that's why Rashi and Taisus learned this week. Okay, let's get into the Allah. Yet you have Kinui with two and Steer with one, and Yeshua said you need two Aden for both parts. We have here a Machlaikis that everybody holds for Kinui, you need two Aden, and for Steer we have a Machlaikis. What happens if they have Kinui and Steer? 
whichever aid you need. And then we get an aid, Echod, who says that she was actually Mazana. Not that he saw her go into the room with him and do stira, but he actually saw Maisel's Nus. Now, normally the halacha is, if you have a, a regular woman who's married, she cannot become usher to her husband, api eidachad. If eidachad comes and says a regular woman without kini of stira is mezana, we do not believe this aid. Obviously, if the husband believes the aid and he wants to be shabi and afshachatich and he wants to be usher, that's, that's his issue. But in terms of believing in aid, we do not believe in an echad. Everything is too aidim uh, like all other dine eidus. So if one aid comes and says nishu is mezana, that's nice, we're not interested. That's a, well, it's a different masachah. Because yeah, different saying, yeah, yes. If, if, in general, if when... Okay. We talked about the halacha of Ksubosaita. We'll get to it later on as well. So, now says the Gemara, though, if, however, you had kinui and stira, which means, as we'll see in the Gemara, there's raglayim ladavar, that there's something going on, right? Where there's smoke, there's, so, there's good possibility that there's a fire somewhere. Uh, uh, and therefore, unless it's an electric cigarette, then I guess you wouldn't, right? But, uh, so then, <coughs> over here, he already did kinui, he already did stira, and now, before they get to the base of Migdash, to clarify things, an aid echad comes and says, I know she was Mizana, says our Gemara, that would be mashma from our Mishra, everybody agrees, she is now also. She's now usher to her husband, and she cannot drink meisaita. Right? Once you become usher al aid that actually saw meisatashmish, there's no going to the base of mikdash and drinking meisaita anymore. That process is done. You cannot clarify that. That is only in a case of suffolk. It is not in a case where we have a situation of vade. Once you have an eid echad over here, that would be vade. And says the gemara, it's actually a mishnah later on. But nami I saw she had a meisas nose after akinui and stira loy You don't go drink that anymore. So where do you get that from? So It's interesting that the Gemara starts at that point of this Machlaikis, not in all the rest of it. The Gemara says, well, how do we know that an Eid Echod, after Kini Vestira, Taka makes them Osir Vade? So we have, to, we, have, we have to learn a few Pesukim. We're not going to go through all the Pesukim. I'll read you a few of the Pesukim from the beginning of the Parsha in, in Nasai. We're in Perak Hey, if you're following along. Pesuk, oh, Yidal, if you're based in Gimel. Pesuk is, Dabo Shem Moshe Lemer, Dabo Bnei Yisabe Marta Lemer, Ish, Ish, Kisishte Ishtoi. We'll see exactly what Sishte means. Sounds like she went off the straight path. Mo'al, boy, Mo'ala, boy, Mo'al, and she rebelled against her husband. Then Pesuk Yud Gimel says as follows. V'shachav Ish oiso shiv chazer, and she was mezana with somebody. Vinella me'ene isho, and the husband was unaware of it. Vinistera, and she had some sort of steer, which we don't know what that means yet. Vehinitma'ah, vehinitma'ah means, and we know that she did this ma'isa, or we we think she did this ma'isa. Ve'ed ein ba, and there is no edim. And she was not forced, right? Anytime a woman is forced, she's raped, it's an oinus, she does not become also to her husband, unless he's a kain. We're talking about Yisrael over here, and therefore, if she's not forced, then she would be also. Then Pasuk Yudalot says, He does this kinu process, maybe she was guilty, or maybe she was not guilty, and then the Pesukim continue with the regular process of the Saita. So it sounds like that Pasuk Yudalot is really starting the Suffolk part of our discussion. Maybe she is Nitma, maybe she's not Nitma. But Pasuk Yudimel doesn't say a Suffolk. It says, She was guilty. And the Pasuk says, let's read it again. He was unaware of a nistera. It talks about stira over here, even though we seem to be talking about a case where she is guilty. But it says, She wasn't forced. And at once it tells me in the Pasuk she wasn't forced. Clearly we're trying to show a situation where she's guilty. 
And we're saying, don't think she's innocent because she was forced. We're talking about a case where she's not forced. Fine. But what we need to focus on there is those three cryptic words in the middle. It says, the aid ain't ba. There are no aid. What does those words mean? Says the Gemara. The aid ain't ba. There are no aid. The Pasuk means, they're even though, and that's the key words here. The Pasuk means, even though you don't have to aid him, if you have one aid after a kinestira, that's enough to assume that she's guilty. How do you know? Maybe the Pasuk means the aid ain't ba, that there are no aid. That obviously, as the Gemara is going to ask later on, that doesn't make any sense. If there's no Adim, how would you know she's guilty at all? Hold on, the Gemara will ask the question soon. So, but either way, says Gemara, what does the word aid mean? When it says aid, does aid mean a pair of Adim? And aid einba means you don't have a pair, but you have one? Or does aid einba mean a single aid? And when the Pasuk says the aid einba, means you have no aid. So Tamalaymar, the Pasuk says in general that we have, oh, oh, by all of us, la yakum aid echod beish. You should not have a single aid take testimony in Bezdin ever. And therefore, says the Gemara, if it says you're not supposed to have an aid, any the word aid is singular. And therefore, the Chayrit should mean one. Why does the stress there's not an Asaita question, that's just a Sanhedrin question. This teaches me a rule. Anywhere in the Torah where it says the word aid, Generally speaking, the word aid does not mean a single person. The word aid means a pair of aidim. Unless the Torah says aid echad. If it says aid echad, it means one. But if it doesn't say aid echad, it just says aid, it actually means a pair. And therefore, now let's go back and read our Pesach. When it says that she was mezanev aid ein ba, what does that mean? It means you did not have two aidim but you only had one aid, she's still going to be usher. There's not two aids, only one. And she was not forced, she was not raped. Then Asura, then she's going to be usher. So we see clearly in the Pasuk, now we don't see in the Pasuk really Kinu and Stira. As I just read the Pasuk, Stira is sort of mentioned in this Pasuk. Kinu is actually mentioned in the Pasuk after that. We'll get to the, how you read those words in the Pasuk later on. But... Lamaisa, we're assuming that this halacha of Eid is when you had already Kinu and Stira, and then Eidim, even though you don't have two Eidim. Of course, if you have two Eidim, it's even better. But even if you don't have two Eidim, you only have one Eid, that's good enough to make her us. It says about just a technical point here on this drasha. The whole drush is based on that we're assuming the word aid means what means normally two because it says Eid Let's say he didn't have that. You would think when it says the Eid Eid means it's not one Eid. So what does that mean? How could you otherwise have read this passage? What would you have mean otherwise? The aid ain't but means you have you don't have a single aid, so you have no aidim. So why she also if you have no aidim? That doesn't make any sense. Someone no. You could have read the Pasuk in a different way totally. You could have, this is not what we're doing, but you could have said. It's so aid ain't ba means ain nemon ba. Opposite. Maybe the Pasuk is saying aid ain't ba, one aid is no good. Rather, you need to have two Adim. Maybe that's what the Pasuk's telling me. The opposite of what we're telling you. Ain't Nemanba? So, so what does it mean? The Pasuk's teaching me. Teach me you not trust one aid. Well, my boy, what would you need? Adika Trey? So, Lishtakramine. Why would I have a Havamine that the Pasuk's telling me that one aid is no good and you need two Adim? I don't need a Pasuk to teach me you need two Adim. 
That's kolotar kula. You need to aid him. The isi davar davar mi maman. We learn out from maman. We already have halacha that we learn out davar davar by maman. By maman by sanhedri, you always need al pishnayim aid him yakum davar. So of course by his nus you would need to aid him. Why would he need a pasuk to teach me you need to aid him? So what would be your havamim? Someone know it's. So you would have thought soita shani that maybe by soita after kina v'stira you don't need to aid him. There are glaim of davar shari kina lo v'nistira and therefore the same about eidachod, which the ma'isa is the truth. At the end of all this, the truth is an eidachod is believed. But you would have thought that the pasuk teaching me you need to aid him because you would have thought one aid is good enough. Kamashmal one aid is not good enough. We're going in circles here. I'm sorry, but that's what the Gemara is saying. You would have uh, the reason you need a, a special drasha to teach me you need one, and not teach me the pasuk need two, because you'd have a half of me the pasuk teaching you two and not one, because one would be maybe good enough because of our glima dover. Lamais, we come out that we don't need that. So How could you say that you would have a half that if you have one aid, it's not good? So if you have one, what does the pasuk mean? The aid ain't ba, and therefore what? She's also a mutter. She'd have to be mutter, right? You only have one aid, that's not good enough. Well, It says at the end of the Pasuk, and she was not raped. If it's telling you she wasn't raped, that means the Pasuk is telling you, and therefore she did it willingly, and therefore she's usser. So the Pasuk is clearly coming to tell me a case of isser. So why would it tell me a situation that if you don't have two aid, you only have one aid, she's mutter. Does it make any sense? It's, no, you can read it anyway. ba means... You would, this is all in the Havamin. A Naman means you don't have two Adim, you don't have one aid. Adik tray, you need two. And then you would read, Ubatray Nami, even if you have two, he learned his pasta. It's only if she was not raped. Kamashvala and Lamaisa, all this is wrong, what I just read. And Lamaisa were coming out that an aid echod after Kini Vestira does make her usher, again, assuming she was not Oynas. So that's clear now that an aid echod betuma after Kini Vestira makes you usher. Now, with that introduction, we can now go back to the Machlekes of Elias and Yeshua. Says Yeshua, I'm a kind of My time I do Yeshua. Why does Yeshua say that the Kinu needs two, but the Stira needs one? Why? I'm sorry. Yeshua said the Kinu, both of them require two. Amar Kra, Ba. We just said the Eid Ein Ba. What is Ba referring to? We just said the Eid Ein Ba. The single Eid is by Tuma, my Satashmish. So he dashes Ba Vulebikinu, Ba Vulebistira. An Eid Echad is only good for the Maisa's Nus Mamish. But an Eid Echad is not good for the Kinui, and an Eid Echad is not good for the Steer. That's to be sure. I mean, the Yezerah, I may know. Ba Kinui. Ba says an Eid Echad is good for Tumah, but not for the Kinui. But Steer, also, Eid Echad is good. How do you know? Name a Ba So maybe it should be excluding Steer like we sure did. So I'm going to know. Steer is Kishotuma. Steer has a heckish between the word Steer and the Maisa's Nus. And by Maisa's Nus, we just said. One aid is good. So just like one aid is good for Znus to make her usher, one aid would also be good enough for the stira. So you see it's similar. The next passage says, So you see, Kine also is combined with the word Tuma. Boaz clearly saying that, according to Eliezer, that one of those two don't is not good enough with one aid. One of them requires two aid. So Marais, how do you know which one of these two, the Kinoi or the Stira, would require two Edim? It makes more sense to us that Stira requires two Edim, it's one Edim, I'm sorry, because it's like Tuma, since it makes her also like Tuma. And Tuma itself, we said, only needs one Edim. So it makes sense that Stira also needs one Edim. 
from other Abba. Kini Odev, Shekin Ikar Garmla. The whole process starts with the Kinoi. And if it starts with the Kinoi, maybe it should require only one aid, like Tuma. Somebody loves Stira, Kini Miika. Right? The Kinoi is nothing without the Stira. So what do you mean? We love Kinoi Stira, my honey. It's cat and mouse. Right? Who started this process? We have a Kinoi and a Stira. Together they're usher. Either the chicken and the egg. Which one without the other is nothing. At the end of the day, which one is actually related to the Maisa's Nus more? Clearly the Stira. When you go, the woman goes into a room with a man, that's where Stira is, and Stira is related to Tumah. Okay? Kinui is the preparation for that Isser. But the actual Isser comes through the Stira, and therefore says to be the Ezer, just like Tumah only requires Eid Echad, Stira also only requires Eid Echad, but uh, Kinui requires two Eid. This whole shot was saying going to be the Ezra over here, that you only require one aid for the stira and two aid for the kinui. That version of the is our Mishnah's version of the Ezra. But we have a different version. The 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 opposite. Kinui requires one, or by himself. And the stira requires two. So the opposite shita. So now we have all three shitas. If Yeshua said both require two, if the Ezra and our Mishnah said that Kina requires two, stira requires one. And Rabbi Yaisi's version of Yeshua says the opposite. And Hashivah Chamad of Rabbi the of If you're only going to have one aid, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Why? The Gemara will explain. My time with Yeshua, the what's the pshat that he's saying over here? That the Kinui requires one aid, but the stira requires two. So it's the same drasha, but the opposite. Amar Krab Ba says, Eid ain't Ba, that an Eid Echad is good for Tumah, Ba Veloi Bestira. Ve'ema, and by Stira, you need two Eid. Ve'ema Ba Veloi Bekinoi. So Amar Kinoi is Keshatumah. The Ksiv Kinoi is Nishtei Vinitma. Stira Nami is Keshatumah. The Ksiv Nishtei Vinitma. We already had the same Hekish. So just like Tumah requires one, how do you know which one of those requires one, which one of those requires two? Says the Mara, Hula Kama Shir Stira Kadei Tumah Diyasa. No. The reason it said stira and tumah together is to teach you the time frame of stira is the time frame that it takes to do a maizabiya. Not to teach me that you need eid echad. Eid echad is only by kinui. By stira, you actually have to have two eid. Okay, so what does the Chum not like about this pshat? What does that mean? If you let kinui be'erechod or apiatzmoi, then he's going to see her going in yichod or in a room with a man, and he's going to say, "Oh, by the way, yesterday I gave you kinui," and nobody knows anything about it. No one can argue with him. No one can. No one can say that he's wrong because you only kinui apiatzmoi is good enough. And therefore, he's going to lie and, and make her usher and bring her to do a saita, which is not really a saita. And therefore, we don't want to allow kinui al-piyedach. So, if you're worried about that, that since al-piyedach means al-piyatzmai as well, and he could lie about the kinui, so then in our Mishnah's version of Rabbi Lezer, where he's al-piyedachot for stira, he could lie about the stira too. If you're worried he's going to lie, why worried more he's going to lie about the kinui? And not lie about the stira. If you're worried he's going to lie, you, oh, what? The stira's worse. It's yeah. Lead to a... Well, maybe, but they, they're both required. Maybe she'll go with stira and he'll say, oh, well, she didn't do it, and she'll say, you did do it. So you're right. Both versions of Rebbe the Yezer. Anytime by Saito you're going to allow you to get away with a single aid or the Baal by himself, Either for the kini or the stira, the chachamim, which is obviously shittas of Yeshua, says that's not a good situation. Because when he gets upset at her because uh, she burnt the soup, 
He's going to say, oh, I put you in Kino yesterday. Oh, I put you in Steer yesterday. And I saw you go with the man. And, that, and, and it's going to lead to trouble. And therefore, both versions don't work. <laughs> so what do you mean both versions? You tell me, which is a better version of Rabbi the Ezzard in terms of the question of Enlo Dever Saif? In our Mishnah, with the Kino, we already had two Edim. And the only question is the Steer al Said there already was a kina. There's already smoke over here. Hasam lek acre. But in Rabbi Yaisi's case version, when you're doing the kinui al echod, then it's very easy for him to lie about it. Some of you are right. Just question is which one's the focus? Okay, both versions are the answer. When you have a single aid, you could lead to the husband lying either about the kina or about the stira, and you can get yourself in trouble. Based on this halacha, that either the kinui or the stira could be al pi atzmoi, then loyleima inish esus of his manazef. A man says to his wife, man sees his wife nowadays when there's no basemic dish, and he says to his wife, I've seen you hanging around with someone at work. I don't want you hanging out with that guy anymore. If you say that, the list of how they play Why? Because Duma Kamer Begayisibiyuda, even if there's no Eden when he said it, maybe we pass like a Begayisibiyuda who says kinui al pi echod would be. A proper kinui, damar kinu piyatz, by umistura, and then she's going to go to work and have a meeting with the guy and be bestir with him, and then maybe there's Aiden that saw that v'leke in the meisaitil miftika, and now once she goes bestir with him, she now becomes usher to her husband forever until she can drink meisaita. We don't have a base of mikdash, we can't drink meisaita. V'kasa lui isur oilam, and she'll be usher to him forever. So you have to be careful what you say to your wife. If you hold, you have to have two edim, and you have to have a whole, you know, like a chuppah, right? You know, these two are bottom for my kinu, and these two are bottom for my stira. Say that. Then already, we don't have to worry that that's going to happen. But if you say that, that you can do a kinu by yourself, which we haven't seen in the Mishnah, but you just says in the Shittas of Yedazar, you're going to get yourself in trouble, chas v'shalom. Be very, very careful what a person says to his wife. This is me, mashma, that you should avoid also kinu altogether. More peace. What is the word kinui? Right? If you're talking about warning, so say hasra. What does the word kinui mean? So it says, It creates fights. It creates jealousy and fights between her and her workmates and the people, the men she normally hangs out with. Why? If you say this pshat, that's because the husband did kinui at home and there's no Adam, nobody knows about it. One day she comes to work and she gets invited to a conference room for a meeting with a man, and she refuses to go. And he doesn't know why she refuses to go. She's not going to say, because my husband gave me kinoi, and there's no aidim to send around the WhatsApp group that this is what's going on, so this is going to create fights. They're going to say, why is she not coming to the meetings? What's going on? And it's going to create fights. So Zoom fi- fixes a lot of these problems, right? But without that, you're going to have issues, and therefore you have to avoid these problems. And Kinui, therefore, is a lush of creating fights with other people. If It creates fights between the man and the woman, jealousy, right? It's not an issue of other people. Once the husband warns her in front of Adam, at this point, holds you the Adam, like our Mishnah, everybody knows. So it's creating fights that she's, he's chayshish her. And now the whole neighborhood is talking that the husband is not getting along with her. That's going to create kin.
Says the Gemara, that's all assuming one more piece. That's like we already said in our Mishnah, all these things are a lotion of kino, of negid, creating fights between the husband and the wife, creating fights between the wife and other people in her neighborhood. But we're going to see tomorrow that it's actually mutter, and maybe even you have to do kino if you're actually chayshish. So then my lotion kino. If kino doesn't mean, if it means jealousy, that's clearly something bad, or fighting, what else could it possibly mean? No. The word kini actually is just another word for warning. Okay, now it's not going to create shalom bias necessarily, but it's definitely not a, lush, a negative lashon per se. It's just a warning. Where do we see that? The Pasuk says in Yoel that Kosh said over there he was sending a a maka, magefa there of Arba in Eretz Yisrael, right? They're sending a maka of Arba to the Jewish people, and then they did tshuva, and the Pasuk says, Hashem warned the Arba not to attack the land anymore, and in that context, it's not necessarily such a negative issue in the Pasuk, a person is mekanas ishto, it just means warns her, listen, avoid, let's avoid problems. Even though maybe there's not an issue, yichud, but let's avoid this issue altogether. I don't trust that guy and stay away from it. So we have three sheet is what Loshan of Kinu means. And we definitely have already now seen two sheet is about whether this Allah of Saita is something that's also to do or it's actually something that's mutter to do. Tomorrow we'll see whether you have, might be Mukhuyev to do the Kinu in certain situations. Okay.